0: Welcome to The Year Ahead, our hit the ground running New Year podcast series where we chat about, you guessed it, the year ahead. We talk about what we reckon 2023 will bring in news and also give you our best recommendations from 2022. I'm Kate Watson and I'm joined by Claire Kimball and Siobhan Mora McFarlane, who keen listeners will know from the Squeeze Today podcast, of course.
1: It's so great to do it in the studio, Siobhan yes. and I and Kate. You and I, when Mm. we did the quiz today, we're in very separate places. So it's quite surreal doing it in person. Yeah, it's nice to see your faces. (laughs) I reckon between the two of you,
0: you spend about 50 hours a week, heads down, (laughs) bums up, in the news. (laughs) Good luck today condensing it all into a 10 minute podcast. We won't try and do that, but we (laughs) will uh, try and give you a sense of how we found 2022 and what we're expecting for 2023. Claire, we'll start with you. A lot of people listening will have had a listen to our Year in Review series we released last week. Mm. So they'll have a good recap on 2022. What I'm interested to hear from the two of you though, of course, is that story that really stuck with you for the year that's just been. Claire, you first, and I know you want to talk specifically about the floods.
1: Yeah, and that's because, well, Kate, you and I are both from regional Australia and Mm. we know what these sorts of disasters do to those sorts of communities. It's very easy to forget about them as well, particularly Mm. when you're living in the cities. And I think it's one of those things that's good to keep top of mind that there are so many Australians doing it really tough this. Christmas. Uh, not only have their homes been destroyed and they're now going through the processes of trying to fix that, uh, they've also got community structures that have been broken down, roads that aren't working, uh, supply chains that are broken, crops that haven't been able to be taken off their paddocks. Uh, these things have lingering effects. So, uh, And then you get into the personal stories of what happened in Lismore, uh, what happened in towns like Ugowra, uh, what's about to unfold in South Australia it's really tough. When you wake up in the morning and you do your news sweep You said to me one of the things that stuck with you the most
0: from this year was that Ugara story, getting up in the morning and seeing what had happened in that town overnight.
1: Yeah, and it was a bit of a surprise even to the town. The floodwaters in central New South Wales came up so very quickly Mm. uh, that there were boats and helicopters that had to come in between 2 and 4 a.m. to get the people who lived there out safely. It was just an extraordinary thing and about half the town actually had to get rescued that way. Um, These things just don't happen happen every day that half a town is evacuated by helicopter at 2am so just An incredible story.
0: Yeah, it certainly was last year. Siobhan, you've got um, a more international focus one. You've joked that you're our British correspondent. (laughs) So we have lumped this one with you. But the UK delivered so much news last year.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. And I mean, some of it you could have predicted, like the Queen's passing Mm. was, you know, on the cards. But Mm. I think everyone was taken by surprise what happened with the the politics, frankly. Like the fact that we've had three prime ministers in the space of a year is... Wild, and it's you know there's lots of jokes about it. You know the thing with the lettuce and Boris was always a bit of a butt of a joke. But it's actually quite sad for me as someone who grew up there to sort of look at mm. that and think what is supposed to be one of the most developed
1: democracies in the world has deteriorated yeah. into. Even Australia, with our revolving door of prime ministers, didn't manage three in a year. No, I don't. no, three in a year is quite something. <laughs> yeah,
2: it is, and I don't know how long this one's going to
1: last. But um, we'll see.
2: We'll see. But yeah, it's just. actually quite sad because it came off the back of two very hard years of COVID in the UK Mm. where people really suffered and to now have so much turmoil Mm. politically it's just like there's just been no rest you know and Brexit is still Mm. up in the air it's just one thing after another and it makes me really sad for for people there to be honest.
0: We will try and of course always finish off with something positive in this podcast but um, for me I think the news story that I will remember where I was when it broke was Mm. the death of Shane Warne. So that was back in March um, in 2022 and it was one of those moments, you just don't forget where you were when you wake up and you see
1: Shane Warne's died. That Is that was just how so you found out? You unexpected. weren't expected. You yeah. didn't see it overnight, you woke up Saturday morning and exactly, saw it. Exactly
0: yeah. and saw it and um, it was just so unexpected and it's one of mm. those moments. I like the Queen dying as well but as you said, um, sadly, that of course was on the cards. Mm. Um, this was such a shock and the the outpouring of grief from the sporting community, the cricket community, Rod Marsh dying in the same 24 hours as well. Um, It was a really big thing I think that I certainly um, will always know where I was Mm. when that happened and that's how I'm judging this part of the podcast I guess. Let's have a look now at 2023. Claire to your dot points that you've put in front of me. Yes. You've listed the economic slowdown as your theme for 2023. The thing that's been bubbling away that you think is going to become
1: one of the biggest stories of the year. And look that's a pretty Broad kind of set of words, isn't it? it Economic is slowdown. But I'm sure you can be more specific. <laughs> so inflation is still so terribly high, and the climb down from that is still to come. Uh, to get inflation down, we've got our institutions putting the brakes on the economy. So that's all still to come. And of course, we've got record low unemployment at the moment. Uh, but as the economy slows, you got to think. People are going to be out of work. Businesses are going to be struggling. Uh, There's all of the things that we know that come with a slowing economy. Uh, Again, to your point, Siobhan, we've had such a tough couple of years. Uh, People, and particularly in the business world, will be thinking, we've really slogged our way through this. And now (laughs) we've got to deal with all of this. And of course, a lot of that comes out of Ukraine. A lot of it still is the lingering effects of COVID. Um, The one thing that has really stuck with me, even though there's been a lot of criticism of the Reserve Bank, This year, Uh, we've got a new government who is trying to, of course, navigate this very tricky space. They've talked very candidly about all of the headwinds that are coming at them with the economy. Uh, Is this lag effect, this six months lag effect on mortgages going up? So we're really just getting to that now. And I think it's going to be a tough year. I really do. I think 2023 is going to be tough for people who have mortgages. But also right to the top end of town of business.
2: Renters as well, because, you know, it has a a trickle-down effect, right? So it's not just people who have mortgages, Mm. it's people who are under rental stress, they can't find a rental because, you know, the occupancy rates are so high. It's, you know, I think everybody is Mm.
0: suffering. Interestingly, we had Alec Renahan on from Equity Mates yesterday. He sort of talked about the same thing he yeah. talked about the business world he talked about what's going to happen but he was hopeful Claire he so was if you want a, something a little more uplifting have a
1: listen to that episode he knows about stuff so yeah, yeah. let's, and he let's was, take he his glass half full
0: Siobhan what about you 2023 in news what do you think's coming at us
1: Well, so
2: we're set to get a visit from President Joe Biden, Mm. but also uh, former President Barack Obama. He's doing some private speaking tour. But I just think with these kinds of really high profile visits, there's always so much pomp and ceremony, huge amounts of security. And given that the US election is also coming up 2024, Mm. I think we're going to be like seeing a lot of really hard pushes from both of these men to try and keep the Democrats in power. And I think it's just going to be a really interesting time to see how our government reacts to them, how we accommodate them mm. and, you know, if any big news stories come out of it because sometimes, you know, on these
0: tours things happen that they can't predict and things certainly do happen and where he visits will be interesting if he goes to the top end where he's got a lot of well, probably quite. his military base there. Exactly. Um, it'll be certainly interesting for me. Um had a bit of a think about it. I reckon next year we're going to hear a lot about privacy. We've started to hear a lot about this last year. Mm. Um, I also expect a huge focus on the big social media mm. companies. So there's this seeming demise of Facebook and this mm. challenge to Zuckerberg from TikTok that I think will be really fascinating to watch. Um, Elon Musk and his mm. buyout of Twitter, I think will be something that um, strategically, let's see what happens with that platform. Um, but particularly TikTok, I mean, it's Chinese owned, there's already lots of concerns around it and privacy and i think that'll be a bit of a yeah um theme across 2023 talking about that good one
1: i think you're right
0: let's get into our big news predictions though for this year coming
1: claire yep Yours is happening soon. <laughs> so Or not happening. Or not happening. happening. I think it is happening. I'm pitching Nick Kyrgios to win the Australian Open.
0: Big call Ooh. because
1: Novak Djokovic, <laughs> of course, is coming back this sure. year. He wasn't
0: able to come last year because he was unvaccinated. Still is unvaccinated. Mm, who cares? Yeah, okay. No, Nick, Nick Kyrgios. Kyrgios to take out the Aussie Open. Well, we'll know in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Siobhan, what you got? Uh,
2: mine's also quite soon, but not that soon. Mine is uh, World Pride, which is happening in late February, early March in Sydney. And I don't want to be Sydney-centric, but this is a huge international yeah. event. Yep. So- big event yeah it's this you know millions of people are coming from all over the world Mm. and it's gonna you know there's so much celebration gonna happen in and around it and I just think it's gonna be a really like spectacular time literally it's gonna be a wash with color and glitter and just fun yeah and I think it's something we all can really lean into you know well, our
0: office is on Oxford Street in Darlinghurst this is where we're based (laughs) so I'm sure um that we'll get like a first-hand account of All of it. Yeah. Um. I think for me, uh, I'm. It's a hopeful one, and Claire's already made fun of me about it off air. (laughs) But um, the bomb or the bureau or the Bureau of Meteorology has said that La Nina is coming to an end in 2023. They said that last year. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to be hopeful. (laughs) I think less rain. Hopefully, less big weather. Third La Nina was never happening again. I'm predicting. Let's talk about weather events and I'm okay. hopeful for people that that is the case. <laughs> I'm really hopeful for yeah. people too. <laughs> <laughs> I would like yours to come off, Kate. Let's get into our recommendations. Squiz, uh, recommendations, Squiz Recommends is a, a sort of a brand of the Squiz that we launched last year and we're going to continue it into this year. Um, my recommendation, CODA if you haven't seen it, it's such a fantastic film. And the sad (laughs) thing about it is that it didn't get the attention it deserved when it won the Oscar because, of course, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock and that was all the news coverage was just saturated. Mm. And Coda, which is... Just such a fantastic film it's a beautiful story super positive coda means children of deaf adults it's all about um a child who isn't deaf in a deaf family um it's just one of the most uplifting films i've seen if how many seen times it, do it you reckon
1: you've watched it this year
0: um five or six Oh yeah. wow i love it and then, then the, and, and also the soundtrack mm. so we don't actually have a listening recommendation today but perhaps i should be recommending yeah. the soundtrack to dakota because it is very magic. music
1: based isn't it very music Which is, but, it's yeah. not a musical though no, but no it's very thank music. God. But it's interesting thank for goodness. a film
2: about a deaf family that the music, music. is so lively it's you know? such it's wonderful. a good it's such a good film um siobhan what have you got I've gone with the bear. So mm. the bear got a lot of hype when it came out, but I don't feel like a lot of people have actually really seen it. It's it was, I think it's six episodes, they're so like half an hour and it's about, you know, a young chef who's really at top of his game and then something happens and he has to go and work in this like crummy family restaurant. Yeah. But I just loved it because it was it's so grimy, you know, you can feel the grease in the kitchen. You can feel these people spitting as they're fighting and shouting. That is a good way to describe it. I mm. love it because everything now is I feel like so many things are so polished. Everyone looks so perfect. And in this, everybody looks like a real person. They behave like a real person and it's super messy.
0: And that just appeals to me. So that's on <laughs> Disney Plus. Yep. We're a bit um heavy on the uh, watching, watching recommendations, yeah. Claire. You have one too, but goes to show that we haven't read much. This I year. know,
1: and <laughs> it's because yeah. we read the news 24 just reading the news. I'm <laughs> collapsing on a Saturday afternoon yeah. just to watch something fun yeah. that just can relax too. But to your point about the bear, it's that sort of cycle in the streamers, isn't it? It gets its mm. flashpoint mm-hmm. and then it's gone because yep. there's another big series it's about so to be launched. So, and it yeah. gets a flashpoint, it's and then so it's so true gone. and so overwhelming yeah. how many things there are to try and watch. Yes. So, for example, Inventing Anna that we talked about a lot Mm. at the start of this year feels like it was like 2019 but it was this year and it was huge at the start of this year anyway enjoyed that uh but slow horses is my (laughs) look ahead Um, the first series was out the second series has just come out it's on Apple TV it's about British spies it's a Really interesting series. It's also very
2: grimy. Yeah. You can feel the cigarette smoke and
1: the yeah. dank. <laughs> Kristen, Scott Thomas and Gary Oldman. Yeah. Really, really good. That's
0: on Apple TV. We can't finish this podcast though without
1: talking about cooking. Yes. You've got a cooking <laughs> recommendation, Claire? So I've already recommended this recipe once before, but it's coming <laughs> back to the things I think in 2022 that have really stuck that yeah. I can thoroughly recommend. A naked slow-roasted lamb shoulder. Oh, now, the idea so is you don't have to get undressed. <laughs> oh, dang it. <laughs> you just don't have to put anything <laughs> on the lamb before it goes into the oven. You can get so fussy about these sorts of things. It's just get a good joint of lamb, whether it's a leg, whether it's a shoulder, it all works. It's got to be on a bone. It's got to be a joint. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Put in the oven. There's a little bit of stuff that you do to it in there. Mm. But basically let it cook for three and a half hours and you've got this amazing meal.
0: There you go. Nice. We will put a link to all of these in your episode notes. There are also a heap more recommended recommendations. recommendations on our website there's a whole squeeze recommends page on our website if you miss that Um, that's up there for you to look at again the link will be in your episode notes Siobhan Claire you are back Monday morning 9th of January on the squeeze today podcast I can't
2: wait already yeah and I'm hoping that next year Claire will make my wish come true and recommend a tripe recipe
1: (laughs) oh no it's never gonna happen come on I can tell you now